0: Welcome to the Movie Podcast, my name is Shabazz and I'm a one of your hosts alongside me in this, well actually not beside me currently, we're, we're over the internet, uh, in the interwebs as they say, and I have somewhere in these ones and zeros, I've got Daniel. Daniel, how are you doing today? I'm doing good, I mean this is, uh, this is very
1: different not being in the same room together to record this week, but I'm glad that we're still able to... Come together, even though we're social distancing each other for one
0: another. You know exactly. Of course, of course. And uh, who's that quietly in the corner over there, preying on you know innocent people? Anthony, what? <laughs> yeah, you just you're, you're like a, you're like a silent assassin. You know,
2: I'm like a pariah. Eh? You're like the coyote uh, of the desert. Hi, the coyote everyone. of the desert. <laughs> yeah, you know he feeds on coyotes are part of the. Young. Though I'd rather be <laughs> okay. a wolf. Wolf in the arctic
0: you okay
1: okay you're an
2: arctic wolf yeah yeah i'm gonna be a wolf
0: anthony how are you doing how are you doing with this whole COVID 19 business right now with the social um, distancing
2: i'm literally this is i think day five in my house i
0: yeah
1: yeah i
2: did go out to get avocados so that was but that was like five minutes and i did not talk to anyone look at anyone touch anyone i didn't even pay for the avocados (laughs) I
0: just <laughs> wrapped, you
1: just stole some avocados eh d-
0: oh my god <laughs> <laughs> you just stole some avocados and left that's Yo, amazing they were
2: two for six dollars damn if I don't buy avocados got, got, me, just, you know, I'll, avocados I'll, I'll, will kill me
1: I'll uh I'll cook you up with my avocado guy man I got a good price on
0: those for you
2: uh yeah avocados are expensive I guess because they're yeah. from Mexico and they have to travel all the way to Canada
0: they do. They so, only bring six avocados at a time, so I'm surprised that you got one.
2: But <laughs> <Is that> avocados <laughs> in Mexico or... are <clears> cheap. <throat> yeah.
0: Well, yeah, because
1: yeah. they they're like they're on your front porch, man. They're just there. Yeah,
2: literally, you can grow them on your front porch. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah.
0: true. Well, as uh, as odd as this may be, it's still going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great episode today. Is also our fiftieth episode. This is a huge milestone for us. And 50 we're not episodes. Yeah, fifty. That's crazy. Who thought? Who would have thought? Who would have thought? Not me. <laughs> I thought after forty-nine, we would never be able to hit fifty. But here we are with fifty.
1: Yeah, I mean, Anthony and I last week we were talking to. to like, it was just Anthony and I last week because you were <laughs> in the Philippines, which you'll get into in a little bit. Oh, I would. But uh, <laughs> we were just talking. Like, yeah, man. Like, we, I really hope we're going to be able to get together and record for our fiftieth. We want to make sure we're like treating it. Like, properly, because it is a big milestone, but also, like, when? What, what better way to mark the 50th episode of than by having one that we're not together with? Why not? Yeah. We'll never forget this episode, pretty
0: much. We will definitely never forget this episode. And no. it's also no. because we've got a very special guest this episode. Our first time we having do. a guest on this show. And, of course, it's no one other than the pre-show host Tanner Zipchin. So, he'll be joining us later on in the episode for kind of talking about the theme of the episode, which is how are we staying sane right now during this whole COVID-19, social distancing, zombie apocalypse kind of era that we're in.
1: Yeah, cuz it definitely it definitely feels like that right now that. It just feels like the world has like stopped spinning for a little bit. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we're super, we were super, super uh, lucky to have him on the show. We can't thank him enough. So really excited to uh, get to that segment as well.
0: Yeah. And as always, you can catch a new episode of the movie podcast every Monday, because you're not gonna be able to stop us. You ain't stopping us COVID. And that's every Monday on any streaming platform that's available for podcasts. And if you want to be part of the show, and if you want to let us know how you are staying sane right now, please head on over to this time slash talk and tell us what are you doing to occupy your time? Have you discovered a new skill? Have you found a new hobby? Have you gone insane and killed your whole family? You know, let us know. What are you doing? Oh my gosh. I mean maybe don't let us know that part, but just let no. us know what you did before that. You know what I mean? like the shining, you know, that's what I was referring to. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but but let's let's try to jump into the news and we can't see each other for our social cues, so let's try our best here to do our do our news beat. So let's jump into the news. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like you and
1: I had a Che, and then Anthony was just like, just forgot what we were doing for a second.
2: Should we no, try it again it first? I did it first. <laughs> did you though? All right, let's try it again. Three. Sounds like a really
1: bad
0: train, but let's just (laughs) that's how I uh
1: that's how I count down.
0: (laughs) That's how I count down. That sounds good. All right, let's jump into our news here. So, NBC Universal breaks their theatrical window, and they're going to be making movies available on demand immediately. This is coming from Pamela McClintock of the Hollywood Reporter. So NBC Universal said that Monday, its current movies from the Universal Picture Stable, including the upcoming family film Trolls World Tour, will be made available on demand at the same time that it's supposed to hit theaters in whatever theaters are remaining open during this pandemic. Now, the movies will be made on a wide variety of on-demand services for about a 48-hour rental period at the suggested price of about $19.99 in the U.S., uh, and whatever the price equivalent is in the international markets. So in addition to Trolls World Tour, uh, uh, that's going to be opening up in April 10th North America, NBC will also be seeing movies that are currently in the theater, theater release, also available on demand. So I think pretty much starting from last Friday, uh, we got uh, The Hunt, The Invisible Man, and also Emma. This is it. This is this is the this is where we are now in in movies, guys. We're getting these theater released films directly to our homes.
1: I mean, yeah. like this is something we always wanted to happen, right? This is something that you know, back last year when we were predicting like the next decade of movies, we were saying like, or Anthony made the the bold hot take that claim that you know theaters aren't going to exist in ten years, and you and I, Shay, were the first ones <laughs> to be like, Anthony, you're dumb <laughs> <You're>, and then <laughs> you're such a dumb dumb and then literally three months into the year theaters obviously they're not gone but they're definitely on hiatus for the next little bit
0: so and i don't say think, uh, is it, sorry is it safe to say that anthony is the is the cause of the COVID 19 <laughs> i uh, he put it out in
1: the air man he put it he put, put something out, in the out the
0: there yeah.
1: um yeah. but it's interesting though um Universal obviously is also the studio that's putting out No Time to Die, the James Bond movie, and Fast and the Furious, so they've decided to move those movies, delay those ones, but these movies they're okay to release to home Um, and obviously the movies that are already in theaters are going to release to home for rental uh, which we'll talk about later because I actually watched Invisible Man last night, but it's interesting that they're kind of deciding, well this one's worth a theater watch, this one isn't um what do you guys think of the, their selection of these ones? And do you think, maybe going forward, do you think they'll change your mind with Bond and go home release with it?
2: Ooh, that's a good question. Because they already gave it a date, right? So Yeah, November, right? November. And then again, we don't even know what's going to happen in November. I think Yeah, we movies, don't know how long this will all last, right? I think these movies um, that they recently put out they knew they were going to make bank on them. So they thought, Oh, probably let's see if we can get them to viewers right away. Right. Money, probably a little bit more money than they normally would. If um, it came out streaming maybe four or five months from now or on iTunes, for instance, as a purchase. Right. Especially now because it's like, Oh, this is a movie from the theater. Then, putting it out on the theater and then buying it after. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: especially because like, uh, like when you're looking at like Fast and the Furious and Bond, especially like those are the big box office draws. So I think they were kind of weighing like maybe like Trolls World Tour, people being home. I think parents will be more inclined to pay for that in home service for that movie. That way they don't have to take their kids to the theater. But it's, it's, it's just crazy that like this is where we've – this is where we are right now. These are the conversations that we're having right now that – these giant movies are now going to be coming home this soon or release right to home. It's crazy.
2: Mm -hmm. I think it's, um, no, go ahead.
0: No, no, go
1: ahead.
2: Wow. Um, I think it's going to be like a kind of like the future. So in the future, you know, we would have movies come out, um, in theater and at home.
1: Yeah. It's, like definitely, like it's definitely it's
2: definitely they're gonna have both. The one at like, home they, like more day and date will one. be doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's
0: gonna be crazy to see if that really you know pulls through because you're not wrong. Like that seems like for the movies that the studios know aren't gonna be pulling in you know big bucks. Will they just release them dr- directly to, you know, video on demand? That way they can pretty much make about the same, if not somewhat similar. Or would they sell them off to Netflix or Amazon Prime and kind of just take the hit that way, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's uh, there's different aspects to consider, right? I mean, like if a, if a
1: studio like Universal is going to release Trolls and Trolls is uh is a movie that it's going to do well at the box office, but it's, I don't think it's going to be like a billion dollar movie, but by cutting out the theaters, that's one kind of one less cut that you have to worry about. Then you don't have to worry about marketing as much because it's being direct released directly to home. So there's a lot of other components of theater releases that we don't always think about. So they may be saving more money going this route for this, uh, for these specific movies, at least.
2: Question for you guys, do you think in that I will say in the next year that a movie if it comes out in theaters would make like a big movie would make a billion dollars now that we've had this um, covid issue.
1: What why I'm just curious before we answer, are you asking that like what what do you think it will be changed now in the world's that
2: people I don't won't think do that. people will go to theaters anymore as much as they and, used to
1: is it like I, financially or out, out of fear of
2: it, it could be both it could be financially and fear because we already knew that theaters were dropping in terms of people going to the theater but right now... people
1: would typically be only going out for the big marvel movie or the big superhero movie or the big action film like people right. like smaller films aren't typically going to theaters or staying in theaters as long because i mean look at netflix last year like they had some of the best movies released and they weren't blockbusters they were smaller movies right
2: right so my question is do you think we'll ever see a a billion dollar movie this year like a billion dollar profit movie this year this year you know what honestly
0: this year so up in the air i'm gonna say yes still because i'm hopeful but I wouldn't be caught off guard if a, a film doesn't reach its potential because of what's been yeah. happening in the world. Like we also don't know this timeline right now as, as much as theaters want to kind of get back up on the ground and running. We still don't know, will they really be up and running by a reasonable time? And also you're right. There will be a fear and there will be a, a big financial hit. People will not be wanting to, but also in times like this, people want to escape for a bit. They, they kind of want to maybe go to a theater because they want to forget. that to find the right number is going to be hard. I still want to say that, yes, we will probably still get a billion dollar movie, but then I got to look at the release schedule of what's left in the year.
1: Uh, I think too, like when, when I, when we're looking at the movies that uh, were the big movies that were going to be most likely the billion dollar grocers this year, like black widow probably would have made a billion dollars. Wonder woman would have, made it or come very close to it and then we have James Bond and Fast and the Furious now that they're pushed um this was already kind of a down year for big big major releases you know what i mean like Mulan obviously was delayed now too so this was already going to be a quieter year movie wise um and now that all these big movies are being pushed to who knows when again we saw the rumor floating around that Wonder Woman may be coming out to like what HBO Max or something but Warner brother said no this is still a theater release um I, like who knows like because already like i guess the 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 scope of the movies coming out this year weren't that maybe Christopher Nolan's tenants uh who who knows if what what's going to happen like this is this is truly a paradigm shift of theaters right now like i don't know what bouncing back is going to look like for them.
2: Because mm-hmm, it's not going to be instant bounce back. It's going to take months. It's going to take some time. It's going to take some time for it to bounce back.
0: Yeah, well, oh, you guys are right. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. But uh let's jump into our second story here. So. The second story is really about how the coronavirus will affect the 2021 Oscars. This is coming from Adam Chitwood of Collider. So we're certainly living in uncertain times, and that uncertainty extends all the way to the Academy of Motion Picture Arts and Sciences. Uh, If you asked anyone two months ago if studios would ever release their movies on demand mere weeks after hitting theaters, the answer would have been a hearty no. But in the wake of all the major theater chains shutting down over coronavirus concerns, that long-held theatrical release window has been shattered and because of that you know the Academy's really got to adjust their game and really think about okay what do we normally do and how can we continue to, to move forward? So the academy is focused on helping staff members and the industries uh, safely navigate through this global health and economic crisis we're in the process of evaluating all aspects of uncertain landscape and what changes may uh, need to be made. We are committed to being nimble and forward-thinking as we discuss what is the best for the future of the industry and we'll make further announcements in the coming days. So what do you guys think those further announcements are going to be? Um,
1: that's, I think they're just going to put a statement out that says, you know, we heard Anthony on the podcast last year <laughs> and <laughs>
2: we agree. Well, like, I think it's, it's so early to say because usually – the movies that would be considered Oscar-nominated or would usually be around September to um, December. Yeah, that's and, like the
1: Oscar season for releases,
2: right? Yeah, and then a lot of those movies are also limited releases as well, so they're not shown in a lot of theaters. It really comes down to you know who's producing the movie, where it's going to be shown, and how people are going to watch it. All these festivals are being canceled, and that you know x's them out. And if the theaters are can't like closed, that x's that out. So what other options do we have but to either stream it or I don't know create web websites that allow you to view it to be even considered an Oscar nom? Do you guys see not do an Oscar?
1: That's what I was about to ask. Do you guys see a future next year? that they said, you know what? We are delaying the Oscars this year and they're we're going just gonna do one in twenty twenty two with all the movies of the last two years. Like do you do you think that's possible? And they just double the nominees in every category?
2: I think it all depends on when it like what it looks like in It in, sounds crazy, right? Like it sounds like a like,
1: crazy idea, but these are crazy times and I think they're gonna be they're gonna be doing really uh I think big movements like there there's going to be some big moves now that um all this is happening.
2: I think um I think they should just reevaluate in September and then decide if they do it or not. Cuz when right, you are the uh, Oscars is not going to be the end of the world. If right anything. because you know, we've like, also seen we more priorities at that point if it's, it's still No of an course. Issue.
1: I think this last week has put life in prior uh, in a perspective for a lot of people, but you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Oscars don't happen either. Cause like South by Southwest has been canceled. TIFF has been put on holds. Cannes film festival has been put on hold. So those are always those, those avenues for those early Oscar movies, right. To kind of get their moments and to bring that buzz and hype for them. And now that those festivals aren't happening, I could see a, a future where maybe the Oscars are pushed or just, delayed until the following year right
0: yeah man it's uh it's a crazy time it's it's really crazy time and i i think when it comes to the oscars we're probably you're right we probably may get it canceled or get an abridged version of the oscars
1: like, uh, like they just read out like how they do the technical Oscars, where they'll just be like, "Yeah, uh, this one, uh, this one went to this person, this one went to this person." Just and thirty, 30 that's minutes it.
0: long, uh, no host, just a robot, and that's it. <laughs>
1: oh gosh, okay, okay.
0: <laughs> but uh, let's get into our next story here, and it's Netflix will be cutting streaming video bit rates in Europe. This is going to be aiming to reduce the bandwidth usage by about twenty five percent. This has come from Todd Spangler of Variety. So Netflix has agreed to temp- temporarily reduce bandwidth used by its streaming service in Europe, saying it will cut video bit rates for the next 30 days at the behest of the European Union to ease the load on internet networks in the region. The move came after EU Commissioner for inter- Internal Market Theory Breton, in discussions with Netflix CEO Reed Hastings over the last two days, has urged the company to, and, and the company to switch to standard definition to ease video congestion on networks around this uh, coronavirus pandemic. The concern is that HD streaming video could swamp the broadband networks as millions of people are now working from home.
1: It's funny when you see uh, like things you wouldn't even think about that are being affected are being affected obviously we know that like internet is a priority and everyone's connected to it but you don't like you don't think about like oh shoot everybody's home so the bandwidth for the internet in europe is going to be slammed like Mm -hmm. here here in canada luckily because we're technically we have a newer infrastructure for a lot of these things that we don't have it affecting us as much right now but like it's it's crazy to think like this is something that they have to consider, and I know like we spoke about even YouTube is doing the same thing too right they're they're bringing down like the available resolution there to to help with the internet speeds yeah
0: it, it, I guess it must have been a pretty big issue for this to become a priority because I literally would not have thought of it. I would have assumed that European internet could have handled it, but at the same time we've never seen it at this threshold
2: right right and also Europe is made out of Multiple countries with lots of people inside of it, rather than just Canada with 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 a big country with a little bit of people inside. So, the, yeah, um, I don't know how the infrastructure. You're right, Daniel. The infrastructure in Europe, in terms of um, internet and bandwidth, is is used. Um, my question is: Do you think, like, if if I was paying for a service and they were decreasing or uh, do de- Devaluing the the resolution, should I be paying for the same price that everyone else is paying for?
0: I would assume that let's just say if it's Netflix and if they're doing this for the month, they will probably and hopefully rebate some people, the ones that are paying that full amount. But um, I don't know. That's it's it's a, that's an awesome question because it's something that would be on my mind as well. If I'm paying this premium and I'm literally getting the base value of it, shouldn't I get that refund?
1: I'm sure uh I mean we've been seeing it here in Canada too with like Rogers' response to COVID-19 and Bell and Telus and everybody like everybody's kind of been I've never like a restaurant that I ate at 10 years ago is sending me an email about what they're doing about mm-hmm. COVID-19. <laughs> so like I feel like uh the these countries will respond and there's going to be uh things put into place where they may just delay the payment or the, the bill for this month or adjust it. I'm assuming they will because of things like this, like to to require somebody to pay for something that they're not actually using is unfair to me. So I'm hoping with everything going on, uh, the providers will take that into account as well.
0: Yeah, I'm really hoping that they, they do right by the citizens. I mean, again, at the end of the day, the concern is more about, the virus and not so much about all these other things. But I mean, if they're taking this into account, I'd hope they do the right thing.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will.
0: Yeah. Next story here. We've got the Mandalorian season two cast Rosario Dawson as Ahsoka Tano. Now, this is coming from Shannon Miller of the AV Club. So we have exclusively learned that Rosario Dawson will appear in The Mandalorian Season 2 and we're excited to report that she'll be playing a fan-favorite character previously only seen in the animated productions. So Dawson will be playing a live-action version of Ahsoka Tano. This is Anakin Skywalker's Jedi Padawan apprentice who appeared in the Clone Wars animated show and Star Wars Rebels. This will be the character's first live-action appearance
1: this is dope this is really that's it, cool that's obviously it,
0: that's like it's all it is it's just dope we'll leave it at that <laughs> that's it.
1: no no so i mean like people like throughout the in the star wars clone wars like community like rosario dawson was always one that people said like oh she looks like ahsoka like she could be such a a cool character to have in live action and i and i like that we're at a, a, a we're somewhere now with star wars where you know the Skywalker saga is done. Let's just go off into other realms of the world. Let's see these characters that are such fan favorite characters, like Ahsoka, who would be amazing to see in the movies. But let's tell, let's see her in a different scenario. And I think the Mandalorian is an awesome uh, it's an awesome path for her character to be in, especially given how season one ended and what's kind of what we've seen in Rebels and what we've seen in Clone Wars and everything like that too. So I think this is really cool.
2: Yeah, like uh, I was, uh, I was saying to you guys before we started recording was, you know, they're they're really expanding the universe for Star Wars now. Like it's becoming bigger and bigger, and more than just the you know the Skywalker family and and just Jedi. So I'm really really happy that they actually brought in um, Ahsoka because it ties into all like the other shows that we've watched, like Clone Wars or Rebels. Um, and who knows where it's going to go from there? And it's it's going to be the first time we've seen a live action Ahsoka, so that's really really cool.
1: And especially too with um, with there's a rumor going around as well that. Um what's her uh, sorry janina kavankar will be playing will be reprising her role from star wars battlefront 2 as Aiden versio There was a rumor that she'll be also be in mandalorian season 2 and like it's just really cool that like the mandalorian is potentially going to be kind of like that show that just who you don't know who could be who could pop up in it which i think is really cool
0: i totally believe the whole janina Uh, story because she's becoming more and more popular like she's showing up in movies and tv shows now more so than ever so her popularity is on the rise so for her to be in the mandalorian it seems totally plausible
1: yeah and she was great in the morning show she had a smaller role in that um i spoke about her performance in the way back the ben affleck movie a few weeks ago too which she was she was really great in as well so hopefully this is just the beginning of her getting more roles because she's such a talented actress
0: yeah for me, the, the, again, I haven't watched the animated shows, but the biggest part about the story for me was that in this dark time of movies being canceled and delayed, we're still getting news about things in production or to be in production. Because yeah, all, we keep nowadays, yeah, all we keep reading nowadays is this has been delayed, this has been canceled, this has been put on hold. So to get something like, oh, a show is looking to cast someone in it is like, oh my God, the world is still turning a little bit here
1: yeah exactly i mean yeah that's just with in these uncertain times it's nice to see that good things are still happening especially like things that we could just kind of take our minds off of the real world for a little bit and escape somewhere else um and i know this was just a rumor right now but our boy boris kit said that this is true as well so i'm we're going to take his word for it
0: i, I believe boris would like if, if he told me that you know he, he could he could convince me that water is solid you know like he's just that kind of guy
1: He's he's that type of reporter, and I I believe him.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else you guys wanted to say about the news so far?
1: I think I think we're it's wasn't too bad. I feel like this week, even though we were talking a lot about the aftermath of a lot of COVID nineteen stuff, that it doesn't feel as heavy this week because it just felt like <laughs> the last couple of weeks were just like here's all the bad news. Yeah, this is more just kind of like hey, let's give you an update. <laughs>
0: Speaking yeah, we'll of see what news, next
2: week.
0: Yeah, speaking of bad news, though, we've got some change dates in our change dates segment. Uh, we should change have like dates. a change dates COVID nineteen. <laughs> so uh, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> why is it that the, the Terminator
1: <laughs> theme song? But isn't that the the COVID theme song as well? Uh
0: shoot! It feels it, is. Like it. it is the COVID theme song. So uh, uh, Black Widow, it's it's getting a bit of a push. We don't know until when. Uh, But unfortunately, it was coming out, I believe, May 1st. Now it's kind of unforeseen when it's going to be coming out. Uh, Lovebirds, which is the Kumail Nanjiani and Issa Rae uh, movie, which was supposed to come out, I think, April 10th, or I think this weekend. I'm not too sure when it was. Um, That actually is being picked up by Netflix, and it doesn't have a date yet either, but it'll be coming out hopefully soon. But the biggest blow to all movies is minions two, the rise of Gru, getting that push. This is the biggest
1: blow. I think of all of everything that's happened. This is the biggest, uh, this is the definitely the, the biggest impact. Like you can take COVID away. Tenet. So you far. can take
0: away tenant for me, but don't take away my minions too. No, that's how just, dare they. How dare they? Oh God.
2: When do you think, when do you think um, we'll hear about tenant this week, next week?
1: Uh, um, I don't think we'll hear about say, it until maybe June. I, I I think like they're not going to worry about pushing movies until they absolutely have to. Like Wonder Woman hasn't changed yet, and that's in June. That's the beginning. That's June fourth for Warner Brothers. So mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to announce anything until we Be get closer. out of we get closer, right? Maybe we get out
0: of April. Say or, April, yeah, mid April, yeah. late April is when they're probably going to get an idea. Um, but, uh, I mean, if tenant doesn't come out in theaters, then I guess no one's got to come to our house to show it to us. Cause there's no, yeah. way he's releasing it in any other form.
1: He's just straight. What did you say? He's going to release it straight to, uh, airplanes to watch
0: straight, straight to the airplanes. Yes. Straight to the airplanes. Even though those aren't even flying anymore, but no yeah.
1: straight to, uh, <laughs> he, he gives a bootleg copy out. Like he gives a filmed copy out. Just, he's like, nah, this is how you're going to watch it.
0: It's going straight to the <laughs> Nintendo switch for some reason. Oh, wow. an Exclusive partnership. All right. All right. Yeah. All right. Out this week, there is nothing out in
2: theaters.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing out in theaters. But all these theater movies are coming straight to our homes. It's so crazy. Like, I can't believe I'm saying this. Invisible Man, it's available to rent. The Hunt, Emma, they're available to rent. Birds of Prey will be available to purchase early along with The Gentleman. The Way Back is going to be able to rent. Onward will be available to rent and purchase, I believe, uh, and then on Disney Plus it'll be available April third. Now, Sonic the Hedgehog is also available to purchase, but that'll be March thirty first. Pretty crazy,
1: yeah. It's it's weird. Like I was watching The Invisible Man last night or Friday of last week when you're listening to this, and it was just weird. Like like I just saw this in theaters. And right. It's just weird I'm like I'm watching this at home right now this is very off-putting
0: mm-hmm. yeah it's, really? it's pretty crazy
1: it just it just felt strange because I'm like I felt too soon to watch this movie just because that's that's how we, like our minds have been trained to mm. kind of think right like I mean I, I saw this movie with you guys and I saw it with my dad in theaters in February so I'm like how am I watching this at home already like it's just it just doesn't feel it just it just feels weird. It just feels, it feels very strange.
0: It feels like you went like ahead in time.
1: Yeah, like I'm, I'm down for. It, don't get me wrong. I think it, it's cool, um, but I also think that the, I want them to. I think twenty dollars to rent this movie that's been in theaters already. It's not a small asking price considering we typically pay that or twenty four dollars to own the movie. Um, so that's. I just want to ask you guys. Where do you guys? What do you guys think of the pricing model so far for these rentals?
0: It's not surprising, um, but it's it's definitely a bit steep. But I guess the movie's so new, and not everyone's like us, where they're going to see the movie the first week or the first month. So it it falls in line with how you can say you paid twenty bucks, but you can have your whole family watch it. So exactly, like yeah. six family it's family. Not marriage, bad. Twenty
2: dollars is not bad.
0: It's not.
1: It's not no. Bad it's at not. not. But for, I guess, I guess like for us, because like we've seen it already, we're like, Oh, we're, it's like, we're almost buying it at that point, but just to watch it again. But
0: yeah.
1: um, If
2: you go to the theater, you're paying how much to watch this movie? For sure. Like 15
1: bucks for a ticket. And then if you buy food, right. Um, But I'm, I'm curious though, like going forward, will this be, will this be something that stays? Are they going to be like, you know what? If Disney decides, Hey, you know what? We're going to release Mulan available to rents. $24.99 like and it's a new release so nobody's ever seen it before like I wonder if they weigh that versus just putting it right to Disney Plus like you just you got to wonder where uh, where they are with it right
0: I'm also curious if you know how much money they're actually going to make from this like what is the what is the income going to be yeah
1: I mean that's that's the thing there's so many so many things they have to consider when releasing these movies at home right
2: Yeah, Um, I think, you know, if they don't release it, they're going to lose money. And then when they figure out when they release it, they're going to lose money. Because now the person who's going to watch this movie has to now choose if they want to go watch this film or this film. And and I'm thinking like, okay, well, now the world's changing and we might go into a recession. Do the people even bother with going to the theater? So now... You're kind of stuck with, do I even watch the film? And then they lose more money. So yeah, at this it's, point in it's, time, I think even though, yeah, there's piracy and all that, you, 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 pr- you just put it out. Put it out if you have it and don't wait. Because if you wait, you're going to get fucked.
1: Like, look at New Mutants. Like, Disney and Fox, like... Out that out just i would I, like now that they delayed it i'm like guys just put just this has been the fifth delay for this movie just just release it like yeah. you just you have to stop the bleeding at the, at some
2: point right you have the potential to reach like more people than you ever have by putting it out now because you the thing, another I, thing is a lot of people don't go to the theater like we do because that's kind of like our passion but like the people down the street they might not go to the theater it might, right, you know, be at not home. Not for
1: every movie, like we do. Yeah. Right, at least the, I think the average American goes to the theater four times a
2: year. Yeah, which now the the average American is at home now.
1: Yeah, and so I think the a- average for us going to the theater is four times a month. <laughs> when you think about it,
2: yeah. So if yeah. you were like a production company right now, or pro- like a like a a company, not production, we'll say a studio, like
1: Warner Brothers or Universal, yeah,
2: you have a movie coming out you know people are at home you put it online you show it you use social media as your your way of marketing cuz at this point in time everyone is on social media they're all on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok you promote the shit out of it and you get people to go watch it at home you get your money and that's the end of the story
1: yeah i mean like i don't know if that works for every movie release you know but I I think it's something that studios really need to consider. And now's the time to try it because people are home to watch it and to consume it. Like now's the time to give it a shot to see if this is a feasible thing moving forward. I mean, the longer they delay these movies, I like that they're not putting dates on them because like when universal put November on bonds, I have a feeling that's not going to stick. Like there's just something inside of me. That's like, this may move again, so like I I rather them not say anything, but by not saying anything, it's going to make maybe the summer look a lot more crowded for movies. Like every other week or every week is going to be a new major release, and I don't want that either,
2: right? Yeah, because I'm not going to go watch every major release one week after the other, right?
1: Yeah, that's expensive, <laughs> that's man. That's like money. that's like twenty two bucks a, a week on movies. It went from living in our yeah.
0: homes to living in the theater, you know?
1: Yeah. I mean, we did that once. It wasn't fun,
2: man. And no, it's like, not. to tell you the truth, nobody <laughs> wants to live in a theater at this point in time.
1: No, dude, even we in the next see, um, six months. The, so I, I again, I've I've told the story on the pod before, but like I, in 2012, I bought uh, I did the phase one marathon of the MCU like at AMC back when we had those in Canada, and like I was there for six movies. I was there from ten in the morning when we started to like two in the two in the mor- two in the morning the next day. Yeah um and like i just felt so gross leaving the theater after like after six hours in the same auditorium with people More than like six hours oh sorry sorry after uh, six movies i meant to say yeah uh after six movies in the same theater with people like that's just uh
0: yeah i can't do that. it's a lot that's, to take in it's too much i did that with toy story yep. one and two and those were two 90 minute films and i was like oh that's gross so yeah.
1: yeah or we did a i think the last movies we did it for was incredibles 2 right
0: yeah. We and saw we one did. and two, yeah. And we saw Endgame two times in a row. That's oh, twice, yeah. Yeah. But the first time I watched
1: Endgame, I didn't take anything in. I was no, just no, like, was my body just, was in shock.
0: My eyes weren't <laughs> even in my sockets anymore. <laughs> oh, damn. But uh, let's let's jump to uh, what we've been watching and kind of how we're staying sane now. Uh, our lists are, are pretty long, but my list especially is is pretty crazy. But then again, that's because I haven't told my story yet as to what happened to me.
1: But I think you. I think this is the perfect time for you to tell your, your this story. Is,
0: this is a good time to tell my story. So um, episode 49, when it was just you and Anthony, I was in the Philippines for a wedding. <clears throat> and I was supposed to go to an island called Bahol, just um, I think north of Manila. And as soon as we landed, this was March 12th, I think I landed. And I left on March 10th. As soon as I landed, the government declared that the island will be closing down in a few days and if you want to fly out you can't so we kind of had to make a rush decision and we only spent about six hours in the on the island and literally i had no sleep we flew out the next morning uh flew to manila and i was pretty much just stuck in a, in a beautiful apartment at, at my friends and we just watched movies and ate food and didn't do anything else so i the most i saw of the philippines was the um was the beautiful airport that they had but beyond that I was <laughs> I was trapped in an apartment just kind of waiting to get back home and as soon as I was leaving the government of Philippines declared that you have 70 72 hours to leave so my friends had to kind of rush by their tickets and get the hell out of there too so right. very crazy trip I and but um, not one for the ages but let's just say that uh, now I know what to do when I get stranded
1: <laughs> but I mean like luckily you're with a good group of people as well of course and uh yes yes I was <laughs> and uh you were in a you were in a safe spot as well I think what was scary too like for Anthony and I obviously you guys had a, a time difference you guys are 13 hours ahead or 12 hours ahead of 12 us. hours ahead yeah so like we were watching the news and like you guys were obviously watching like at nighttime and stuff so but whenever news was dropping like during our nights here in Toronto uh We'd like people would be messaging you guys and you pro- guys would probably be waking up in a panic as well too of like what just changed while we were sleeping you know what I mean that's,
0: that's literally what was happening yeah it was nuts
1: I think uh, when Trudeau was talking and he looked literally down the barrel of the camera and he's like if you're a Canadian abroad now's the time
0: to come home and like we were all just like oh my god Shay we felt it uh, we were all sitting there just like Justin we're coming back I swear to you we're coming back yeah, yeah,
1: it's it's crazy, and you know there are still there are still people that we know that are in countries that haven't been able to leave yet. So like, it's it's really is a it's a it's a time where you just don't know what the next day is going to bring, or the next hour is
0: going to bring. At this point, right? Exactly.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, but on that note, Anthony, what have you been watching?
2: So I haven't been watching a lot this week. Um, but uh, I started I started season three of. Westworld, which is fantastic. So this this story takes place outside of the Westworld um, amusement park, which is interesting because you're now getting a look at um, Los Angeles in the future. So it has like some really cool architectural designs, a lot of great technology. um, And you have Aaron Paul, who's a new character being thrown into this Westworld amusement story you don't understand how he's gonna fit in but he has some some great character de- development for his uh, his character and then i've been watching were you a
1: big fan of uh season two as well anthony because i know season I, two was like hit and miss for some people
2: yeah i wasn't a big fan of season two i was a big fan of season one uh, but season two kind of like it started off really good and then it like it just fell flat and it was just like oh uh, i don't know I, I don't agree with that part of the story. Right, um, but right. This, like, season three, episode one was fantastic. Um, I can't wait to watch it again this coming Sunday. But I encourage yeah. you guys, if you haven't watched Westworld, um, go watch it. Get involved in the story. It is written by uh, Christopher Nolan's brother, with Jonathan jo- Nolan.
1: Jonathan Nolan, yeah.
2: Yeah. So it's a very, very well-written and produced TV show, something that, even the CG in this TV show is fantastic. It's that HBO for money, 3. man. Yeah. Um, I put on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So I uh, I started watching that again. Fantastic story. Dived really deep into Quentin's characters. Uh, Brad Pitt, fantastic again.
1: Phenomenal. It makes sense why he, stole he swept the show. every single award. He did, you yeah, know, he every stole that,
2: award. That, that story. Um, then I've been playing Zelda breath of the wild. I know that's not a movie, but kind of like it. It kind of is. It has like c- cinematic approach to video games oh, yeah. and man, I've been caught up playing that game. You, because you've it's been, such you've a,
1: been in that world, man.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's such a large world to discover. So, you know, you, you spend 30 minutes and then it's like, Oh, I'm, I've been running for five hours and I've been opening up all these <laughs> different chests and fighting these different monsters. So, um, I spent a lot of time in that and then, you know, watching the news and getting an understanding and educated on what's happening in the world. Right.
1: Yeah. I feel like we've had that daily routine of like waking up, turning on the news, hearing our prime minister talk, and then just kind of continuing on with the rest of our day. Right. It's been that, that daily routine for the last week.
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: Yeah. What about you, Daniel?
1: Uh. Yeah. I'll, I'll, right, I'll, I'll pick up right where Anthony left off because you guys both bought Zelda this week um, and because it was the three year anniversary uh, a couple weeks ago, like I kind of went back to it. I have almost 200 hours in the game, like from over the last three years playing it, but just kind of going back in and immersing myself in another world has been a lot of fun. So obviously it's one of my all time favorite games. So it's been nice going back to that Um, while I'm on the um, gaming talk as well. I know Shay and I have been playing a lot of animal crossing as a lot of the world has, which I don't think there is a better game to spend time with during uh, when you need like a pick me up and you need something like happy and positive. I think that's a, it's a great world to escape in as well, as well. Um, you're enjoying your time with the Touche.
0: I'm, I'm absolutely addicted. I, yeah. I can't put it down. <laughs> I, again, I'm still kind of, I don't know if it's jet lag or something else. Maybe it's just being quarantined in my room because I can't leave my room because of you know 14 day isolation um, right i've been staying playing so much animal crossing and i think it's only been out for two days right now yeah <laughs> yep and i i'm scared to know how many hours i've put into it
1: yeah i'm scared once the switch time updates with how much time we've been playing animal crossing and how much time anthony's been playing zelda uh i'm scared to see i'm really scared to see what that number is going to be Oh yeah! But if you, of course, if you are playing Animal Crossing, let us know. Let's trade some fruits. You know, let's let's explore each other's islands. Let us know. Yeah. Um, I've been watching The Crown, so I I love season one and two of The Crown. I w- picked up season three. Um, it literally dropped the day before Shay and I went to Florida last year, or in November of last year. So obviously, because we have time now, I've been watching that. Uh, watching this great new show called Night on Earth that came out, I want to say in January on Netflix, and it's a nature documentary, but literally it all takes place at night, so it's visually, it's stunning. The I don't know how they get some of the shots and they see the things that they do. It's absolutely amazing, so definitely watch it. Um, Harry Potter is usually a series I always go back to if I need to pick-me-up or you got time, so I watched all eight movies over the last uh, week as well. As well as Ford versus Ferrari, just because I was a huge fan of that movie, as you guys are as well, too.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: watch The Dead Zone. So this is a David Cronenberg movie from the early 80s with Christopher Walken. And he basically, uh, whenever he, he gets into an accident and after his accident, once, whenever he touches people, he could pretty much see how they die or somebody they love dies. So it's a really cool uh, really cool like thriller movie. And then also, as I mentioned, I watched The Invisible Man and watched Casino Royale and cried because we're not going to be watching Bond uh, in oh the next God. couple of weeks. Yeah. And uh, last night I also watched uh, The Banker, which is the new Apple TV Plus movie uh, with Anthony Mackey and Samuel L. Jackson and Nicholas Holtz. Uh, really good movie. I enjoyed it. It's, I, I think it's definitely carried by its performances, uh, but it's a, it's a really good movie. I think it's a, a, if you have Apple TV Plus, it's worth a watch.
0: Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a that's a solid list. Yeah, um, mine is is I'll be honest, with you it's everywhere. Like I can't even give you a, <laughs> a clean. Uh, there's no theme
1: it. here, man. This no, is I can't the, connect the dots. It's, it's a scatter shot, man. It's just everywhere.
0: <laughs> I'm just gonna tell you what what I watched in the order that I watched it. I guess is the best way I can say it. So yeah, watch do it, it Anchorman because I mean it's when we were trapped in the Philippines, we needed to laugh, so we watched anything that was funny. Uh, so Anchorman was definitely one of those. Uh, I watched an episode of the show on Netflix called Love is Blind. It's not a show for me, but my friends wanted to watch it. And uh, it, you know, all the power to people that are loving the show. Uh, watched Dumb and Dumber. Watched Gone Girl, Moneyball, the Shrek 1 and 2. Um, watched Pitch Perfect 3. Was very confused because I haven't seen Pitch Perfect 1 and 2. But you know what? I think I can connect the dots. Uh, on the plane ride, I watched Spider Man Far From Home. Just like Daniel, I watched Casino Royale. I've been watching a lot of The Good Place. There's something about this show that's kind of got me hooked, and I don't know why. I'm not laughing very much, but just something about it. And I'm just curious. It's very easy to watch as well to have in the background. So I've been doing that. Uh, I watched The Banker this morning, and I and I actually enjoyed it. it it's it's definitely like you said, uh, Daniel. It's a movie carried by the performances. Uh, it's shot really well, and it it's it's directed really well too. Um, and again, playing a lot of Zelda and uh, Breath, uh, Animal Crossing as well yeah
1: yeah I mean that was your uh, it's it's funny seeing just kind of where you started and where you finished movie wise
0: um ah, it's it's everywhere
1: yeah yeah so, man uh, it's uh what? it's it's crazy it's a crazy time we're living through right like this is <laughs> this is definitely something that I think in the next ten fifteen years we'll always come back and kind of think about this and people will be like, oh what did you do during social distancing or it's what did you crazy. do when COVID nineteen hit? You know, it's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm
0: curious to see what our list next week is going to look like. Like our movies and TV shows are going to be wild,
2: probably everywhere. Yeah, I'm going to try to watch. More oh, stuff no doubt, week.
0: no doubt. And for our topic of the show, we're going to be talking more about you know how we're staying sane during this COVID nineteen crisis. And it's our 50th episode, so we're joined by the one and only former pre show host tanner zipchin we are
1: back in an honor of our 50th episode we could think of no better way to celebrate it than having our very first ever guest on the movie podcast and what a special guest it is we are thrilled to welcome writer actor and former host of the pre-show tanner z tanner welcome to the show
3: hello hello thanks for having me guys appreciate it
1: yeah this is uh this is awesome man thank you so much for joining us and uh being together when we're all pretty much being isolated right now
3: this is true this is technology will keep us thing. together yes
1: <laughs> tanner how have you been how have you been kind of where's your head at right now with everything going on in the world
3: yeah it's it's uh very surreal we, you know everyone i think in canada is doing the same thing we wake up and we all kind of turn to the news or to the tv to see what will be said each day it seems like around the same time around 11, 11 15, every day there's some new new update as to as far as uh, you know how our country and the world is is handling uh, the outbreak and what we can do and it's uh yeah it's it's crazy I, I think you know like nobody has ever lived through a time like this so this is uh it's yeah it's it's there there are really no words to to describe it this is like uncharted territory for everybody so I think it's just follow. You know the guidelines everyone's uh, been giving the social distancing, uh, self isolating, keeping people safe. You know, really treating it like you do have the virus to just stop the spread and, and flatten that curve, and 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 hopefully we'll see some some positive change uh, in the coming weeks.
1: Yeah, so true, so true. Um, what have you been? I guess what have you been doing to occupy your time so far right now? Like, I mean, we're we're in a weird spot right now where we could actually have time to I guess watch as much entertainment as there's available I guess what have you been doing to occupy your time
3: yeah that's really all you can do Thank, thank God for uh TV and streaming services uh, you know Netflix Amazon Prime I think anybody who didn't have Prime before or or Netflix before has it now Disney Plus Apple TV (laughs) it's like yeah great timing that all these new streaming platforms launched you know just a few months ago so we've got more options when we're you know, stuck inside, but I think it's, yeah, just a lot of that, uh, digging through the movie collection, trying to, you know, watch some old favorites that I haven't got to in a while. And, and, and that's it. Also doing a lot of writing and and things like that and working ahead on, you know, hopefully some projects that, that we can get going, you know, as things, uh, you know, calm down. But, uh, but yeah, who knows? That's great.
0: That's wicked. Tanner, have you been watching anything new that maybe you want to tell everybody else to kind of start watching?
3: Yeah, I've uh, I've been watching. Uh, I just started Chernobyl. I'm way behind on it. I know. Mm. Uh, and, <laughs> uh, I, I know. And and Schitt's Creek. I've been uh, catching up on my on my CanCon. Uh, great, show. great show. Great show. Uh, Letter Kenny as well. I'm just like on a little CanCon binge right now. And uh, yeah, just a, a ton of films that, that I wasn't able to really get to uh, the last little while. Uh, I saw Parasite only about a month ago. I was way late wow. on it. But wow. I know, I know. And thoughts,
0: thoughts
3: on parasite? What's that? Sorry.
0: What were your thoughts on parasite?
3: Well, it's it, 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 I saw the memes already. People are comparing self-isolating to being you know stuck in your boss's house, and I, I kind of <laughs> yeah. I, I wish I was in in uh, in a house like that right now. I feel like it would be oh, yeah. it would make life a lot better to be stuck in a in a place like that, but. uh I, I liked it I thought it was cool i'm i'm a big I'm a big fan of uh you know all his films and uh, from snowpiercer uh and to uh oakja and everything and just like that unique take on on society and and' kind of really poking fun in a way at, at some of the things that we do and how ridiculous the things the things in our everyday lives are and and i thought uh I thought it had a really great message behind it and uh it really made me feel for people with peach allergies uh, by the end of it all so <laughs>
2: Did um, you
1: um, like, oh, Sorry, go ahead, Anthony.
2: Well, my question, and this is for the whole group, is do you think it, there's an opportunity for streaming platforms to now push out all their content because people are at home? Like content that would be releasing maybe in a couple of months right now?
3: Yeah, I think it depends if they're if they're ready to do it or not yet. I think a lot of times some of this stuff is like down to the wire as it finishes up. It's it's on the platform. So uh, I know even with some of the shows that by the time they start airing on on like a cable platform, they're still working on episodes to, you know, later in the season. So I guess it depends if they're done and prepared. But we are seeing a lot of films making that jump to VOD. Uh, Onward just uh, was announced today that uh, that'll be coming to video on demand very soon. They just hit theaters, so uh, a lot of the Warner Brothers titles, Birds of Prey, Invisible Man from Universal uh, Studios. So we are seeing a, a shift in in you know prioritizing the the at home watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and like, and and like you said, it's like uh, this is uncharted uncharted territory for so many people right now, right? um with you i know you said you were watching chernobyl like do you find that like with the events that are happening in that show like do you see i guess it mirroring what's happening now with like government not listening to like science and actual things happening in the world
3: yeah it is it is eerie to watch uh especially watch a show like that i I saw there was a huge spike in uh the film contagion which I, i think some people are i mean yeah I can understand the the desire to maybe watch a show like that, but I know a lot of people that are are trying to stay away from it because it's just like it' it's too soon it's too, it's too real, so I guess it really depends on where you stand on everything. but uh, I have not uh, watched contagion yet. I will tell you that much.
1: yeah it's uh I, I watched it a couple weeks ago. I'm like, yeah, we'll never get to that and then like two weeks later it's like, oh uh, it's a little it it's a little too close to home right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it's that's true. So I, I find I've been like I think a lot of people too, from what I've been seeing online, people are gravitating towards you know the comedies and and the more on the more fun side of, of which is good of viewing to kind of like keep everyone's spirits up. I think that's the one positive thing. You know, one of the positive th- things we're seeing uh, coming from this is all the all the memes and all the ridiculousness online. I think people are uh, doing a good job at keeping people laughing and keeping everyone's spirits up. While uh, we kind of just wait to see what happens next.
1: Yeah, the internet's like uh, it's so helpful during all this.
3: Yes, they've been they've been very working very hard and uh, keeping the the memes fresh every every day. I uh, I applaud all the memers uh, out there for doing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you um like I because uh, with Chernobyl as well? Like, so they just announced you're doing a Last of Us series as well. Are you a fan of the Last of Us? Do you are you gaming as well too to pass your time right now.
3: Yeah, yeah, I've uh, I've pl- I've played the game. I uh, I know there's the the second uh, the game coming, and and yeah, I heard of, of the series, which is uh, I'm, I'm excited for. I'll be interesting to see if it if it works. I know like there were mixed reviews on on like uh, the The Witcher series, uh, so right. We'll we'll see how if that makes the jump, but I know they are you know uh, making the like the Uncharted film uh, apparently with Tom Holland, so. Uh, it's not, yeah. We've seen a lot of video games make that that leap, and I think really depending on how successful the game is, I think that'll you know be a good indicator of how the uh, the the you know live action version will be. But uh, like I mean, re- the Resident Evil franchise went on for what was that like thirty movies? I think so, I, I think yeah. they're Something still like that, going. Yeah. They 31. haven't stopped yet. Thirty-one. You know, 31, that's, 31 right. That, that's right. That's
0: <laughs> right. Tanner. Now I know that movies right now are in this awkward place of not coming directly to theaters or maybe being pushed back, but were there any movies that you're looking forward to this year? Like what are your top three films that you're looking forward to?
3: I was really looking forward to see Daniel Craig uh, return as uh, James uh, Bond for uh, one last time. And uh, it hurts. It, and, hurts. It, it, it hurts. It does. Uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I saw the, the headline right away. It was apparently uh, James Bond needs more time to die. Uh, <laughs> that was like that's 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 clever i think that was a uh, vanity fair or variety that uh that did that one but yeah it's uh yeah i was a huge a huge bond fan especially daniel craig's version and was looking forward to kind of seeing his last uh, shot at the character especially after all these talks that he wouldn't come back to the character so it was uh oh, right but uh we'll have to wait a little a little bit longer for that
1: Whew. yeah that was it. we literally uh, uh shay and i were we were coordinating our a watch of a movie last night. So we were watching just Casino Royale last night. And it was just, it hurts like thinking like, Oh man, like, first of all, I can't believe it's been 15 years or 14 years since this movie came out. But now we have to wait even longer to, to actually watch it. But I guess it, like at the end of the day, it's the right move to do, right? Like I think this is was good on universal on doing that.
3: Yeah. It'll be interesting to see too. Cause I mean, all these movies now are, are, are getting either pushed to VOD early or they're getting pushed back. But also the, the interesting part is all the movies that are being made right now that would be potentially released as early as maybe next year. So that'll create this weird hole, you know, hopefully when everything's, you know, kind of gets going back to normal. There'll be like this weird gap in the box office at some point where all these movies that were supposed to come out or have been, you know, have been pushed in the, on the production. Right. And-
1: yeah especially next year looking at like like mission impossible jurassic park batman suicide squad yeah exactly Four more marvel movies there were so many movies slated for last year uh, for next year some
3: they got yeah finished like under the wire and then you know other films like yeah like jurassic world that was shooting out in bc like they paused production so we'll have to it'll it'll really it'll change the whole release schedule for the next probably you know four to five years
1: yeah definitely
0: Yeah um in terms of the oscars if you think that the oscars were to start tomorrow what do you think would win with all the films that we've had right now
1: just from january till now uh
3: well i mean the frontrunner's gotta be peter rabbit too i i would say oh did, boy or did that get did that get pushed did that get pushed i don't know i
1: th- i think it got pushed oh August.
3: okay never mind um geez i don't know we haven't uh I guess, yeah. I, I mean, honestly, whoever, whoever got their films out early is, I guess it's a small, it's a short list. I don't know. I don't know what I would, uh, what I would go with. What do you, I'd what's, give what's...
0: It, I If I were to give like best actress? I'd give it to, uh, Elizabeth Moss, man. She was really good in, uh, Invisible Man. If you get a chance to check it out, I. Oh highly yes.
3: Recommend yeah. It. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. I just like her, her performance is amazing. And I mean, it's Elizabeth Moss and I think it's well-deserved if she would, uh, lock it in for that but yeah a really yeah really cool film and which is yeah you can watch if you haven't watched it i guess people can now watch it at home exactly
1: uh what are you it's you're cool with i was asking tanner like what is what are you working on right now i know like you're a writer you're you do a bunch of other things what is there is there something that you're working on currently right now that you could talk about or uh let us know give us an insight on
3: yeah, I have a few uh, things coming up that I will be able to announce in the in the coming weeks. But I, unfortunately, with everything going on pause and the whole entertainment industry really grinding to a halt, uh, there were a few things this month. Uh, and I was, you know, even with like I was supposed to be doing a little bit with the 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 CSAs, the Canadian Screen Awards. With with that getting canceled, it really you know it changed everything. So yeah, it's it's a weird time to be in this industry in the entertainment industry because everything is just literally on pause. So. It's uh, it's tough to say. Like things have been pushed back, uh, but it's again, we don't know if things will get pushed back more, or if things will eventually fall off the table. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't. I'm, I think like anyone else in the in the industry right now, I don't want to jinx anything and, and uh, speak too soon. But I, I will be able to announce a few new things, uh, coming next week. And I was supposed to do a couple uh, Comic Con appearances, and looks like my one in uh, June in Niagara Falls has now been pushed to uh, September. So hopefully. Uh, I guess we'll know more as, as things progress, but hopefully that that date will uh, actually be able to uh, be able to happen. Perfect.
1: all right, well Tanner, thank you so much for joining us on the movie podcast. Uh, where could people follow you? Obviously, you are the face of movies for so many Canadians across the nation. Uh, where can people follow you and keep up to date on what you're going to be working on?
3: Yeah, you can follow me on uh, all of the socials and Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. It's my full name, Tanner Zipchin, Z I P C H E N, and uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, you'll, you'll see me popping up in a few places uh, the next little while. I managed to film a few projects uh, in the last little bit that will be uh, hitting TV and streaming services uh, later this year. So, uh, so definitely uh, watch for it. You'll see me around.
1: Awesome, I no, no doubt, and we'll definitely be. Uh letting people know that you've been on the episode so they could follow you and listen to you and see what you've been up to. Uh, Tanner, thank you so much for being on the show. It's so nice that even though we're all kind of in social distancing right now, we can still come together and do this. So thank you so much for joining us on uh, this episode.
3: Of course guys. Yeah. Stay, stay safe, uh, stay healthy. And uh, hopefully we can do this again, but like all in the same room next time would be, uh, would be great. That would be great. Thank you so much, Tanner. Thanks a lot, guys.
0: Thank you so much, Tanner, for joining us uh, for this amazing 50th episode of ours. Uh, Of course, if you want to stay in the conversation with us, make sure to go to thistimewith.com/slash talk. Rate us on iTunes and wherever else you can rate us. Uh, it, because of social distancing, if you want to drop by any of our houses and throw a brick through a window with a note <laughs> on it, you're more than welcome to do that too. Uh, we, sure. won't give our address, we, won't, we won't give our addresses, but we won't give our addresses though, so it's going to be a bit of a mystery. Uh, <laughs> oh, but God. of course, please, please share and send our love everywhere you can. Uh, of course, that was this time with the movie podcast,
2: and we'll see you next. Mm-hmm. <laughs>